how are you feeling? Relatively you know? a lot going on. <laughs> well, I mean, health-wise. <laughs> yeah. You went to the dentist today at what time? Yeah. Tooth hurdy. Oh. You like that this, one? The episode's I had to, over. I had to bring the yeah. banger initially. This we is actually the last we episode of the podcast. We can close up the book. That's we can close the book right there. <laughs> Tell me how your uh, teeth are feeling, and then... We got to talk about shot yeah. number two, man, and well, how it went for you. Dentist anticlimactic, or, or maybe a little bit climactic, climactic, as far as a dentist appointment could be. Because yeah. first of all, the reason nothing spectacular. Just uh, you know, I hadn't gone last year because of the whole pandemic. So okay, time to pop in, check out these teeth. Do um, you have? I, can we expand on that before we get to the second part? If sure. you don't mind, do you have dental insurance? Well, that's a key part to the story. <laughs> um, so you know, I get the guy through Zocdoc, whatever. Uh, I pull up to the place. It's very close to my to my home, so I just walk over five minutes. Go in. They actually had like the the secretary, the like receptionist, I should say. <laughs> she was virtual. It was just a screen. So say, kind of like a city MD kind of thing. I mean, you know, just a dentist's office, just some normal dentist office. I don't know. And so I'm I'm with the virtual uh, receptionist. I give her my info. You know, here's like my insurance ID, blah, blah, blah. I get in there. They're giving me the x-ray. I got my teeth on the thing. And then I hear her yelling from her like iPad over there like, uh, this is medical insurance, blah, blah, blah. Like, which I had provided... I, look, I've been rocking this insurance for a couple of years only. You know, it has been too insurance. long. It's, yeah, like is it's, it, it's all is it all wrapped in one? Yeah, it's a bundle through like you know just the the obvious choice through my employer. Right? Okay, sure. I don't. I you know last time this is just like off my notes. Like I don't actually have the card because I didn't send send me one. So like hey, here's the idea. Oh, can I, can I check this? Can I check that? Meanwhile, like I'm like wearing like the bib. Like I'm still mid like procedure so uh, they ca- they came to you that your documents weren't like in line right before you were about to get yeah i just gave it them got the go ahead took yeah. five minutes to do all that sit down had already done it through the app and whatnot and then just like oh there's an issue right as it hit f- hits five o'clock so i can't get in touch with like my hr i uh, work oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, the benefits five, people strict nine to five of course strict nine to five yeah, yeah. we're talking literally I dialed by like eight or four fifty eight. I got connected to HR at five, and at five it said uh, hours are nine to five. Yeah, and you can oh, only man. do it. So you know, I go back and I, it, I and, and I tell up. her she's it like this. Issue? No, okay, <laughs> no. Wait, no. What was an issue? Yeah. So I go back to speak to the virtual receptionist. And uh, she's like, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what we can do. We, here's the thing. It would cost like several hundred dollars. I'm like, I don't, I'm not paying seven hundred dollars to like, go get someone to like, look at my teeth. Like, it's fine. I brush them. They, I floss them. Yeah. They're fine. Right. And uh, I, I was just like, look, I'm, wow. I'm just leaving. Okay. Waste of a trip. Yeah. So I just bounced. Dude, I got a text from her though. You know what? It's what? Like an automated text? No. Like she like sent a sincere text. Peter, yeah, I'm like, really I'm sorry. sorry about what happened there. So in Norway, they have free healthcare, Correct. I am 95% sure they have free healthcare there. And I can only imagine what a world would be like if you didn't have to think about making a healthcare payment each and every month of your life and signing up for some service that like you hopefully never use, but you have to spend an extraordinary amount of money each month just in case you need to use it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you go to the hospital... And you have two broken legs. That's going to be easy. It's going to be $10,000 with no health insurance. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Five yeah, who's running around five with two broken legs? Of freaking, just uh, <laughs> wheelbarrowing into the doctor's oh, office. Right. with. Hey, sorry. I was. <laughs> well, who knows, man? Who knows? Kids in the city these days riding skateboards and whatever. So you had a pretty serious uh, COVID shot. Yeah. Um, COVID shot. 
I guess what what was it? Just a reaction to it? Is that is that how yeah. we can explain it? I mean, nothing like it was kind of. I, I expected to be sick. That's like the, what what they're Did telling you. Get, you know? Did you get Moderna? Yeah, Moderna. Well, I wasn't sick, but go ahead. Well, look, I just man, had that fucking arm. Crazy how we have different DNA. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, fair enough. I, I got the good stuff. Yeah, they just uh, you know, I it was it was actually crazy because there was no line this time. First shot, it was like a whole thing, like line wrapping yeah, around yeah, the me block. Too, me too. Where'd you go for your uh, shots? Somewhere in the Bronx, Jessup Avenue, some like gymnasium. I don't okay. know. I I literally went to a gymnasium also. In, yeah, uh, Brooklyn. Okay, but sure. Okay, yeah. So they they had me in the gymnasium. I'm the only one there. Everyone comes through like I'm VIP. I slide up. I was like you left or right. What you are? What you are? Yeah, Came she's in like with the limo, sunglasses. You know, uh, hey, what's up? I'm here for shot number two. I'm about to be reinserted into society. Once you insert that needle into let's my go. shoulder, insert you know what I'm saying, him, baby. And she's like. All right, let's do it. Left arm, right arm. I was like, I don't care. Just slide you, it in me, baby. You, let's you go. You told her that you were a righty. You were like, I've got a mean curveball. I told her, so look, this ain't terrible. no southpaw. You better. You were like, I'm having a catch with Ted in Central Park shortly. <laughs> hey, today. Date is not set yet, yeah. but shortly. Yeah. So careful on the right arm. Daisy. Let me tell you something. It will not be short the distance I throw the ball. You're gonna yeah, have to. You're gonna have to take yourself a we're yog. Do, we're like doing. Like we're to. doing like at least a 90 foot toss. That's where we're gonna start off, maybe for you, or maybe we'll come in a little bit closer and then we'll go further. I don't <laughs> want you to hurt your shoulder, but you are also a stud pitcher, so I'm. Very, <laughs> you don't know. I'm, maybe I'm, very I'm trash. Confident. How do well, you? Way, how you know? Well, the way you've talked about it, you know what? I actually haven't Googled your pitching stats yeah, you yet, know. guys. Can you please Google Peter's uh, pitching stats? Yeah. Uh, Peter Moran, Wheaton, Illinois, class of two thousand and sixteen. Yes, sir. Okay, so guys, please Google that and then let us know. TedJonesWorld at gmail Sorry, man. Before I forget about this, we are recording now on Mondays and Thursdays. No longer we are recording Saturday. We're making everything nice and compact and tight, so you guys will get the most content. And Peter. I wanted to tell you also, I got two separate emails totaling $80 to put into your poker fund. So we need to figure out um, how we're going to manage that and then going forward, how people should really be reaching out to you in terms of how to make money. Yeah. I mean, if you want more details, just uh, hit me up. DM me on anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Peter Moran. Yeah. I'll, I'll explain it all to you and, you know, hopefully we all get rich. Yeah, that absolutely. Is that is the point. So go, uh, go ahead. You were talking about COVID. So, so yeah. So she, she slips it into my shoulder. I feel a slight wave of euphoria. Um, <laughs> no, did you actually? My pants tighten and right. then wet. And no. So I go out to... <laughs> I'm then I sit in the gym for 15 minutes. I'm like, I'm good, right? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, wait. They didn't, wait, wait, wait. They didn't send you to the auditorium? They just the, let you send the, the gym? The, uh, no, the gym. You there was the gym to the auditorium? The oh. gym to the gym. There's like the back gym, the front gym, uh, you know. The back part of the gym, right? The place where you sit in your, in your you chairs and you stare at the wall. Yes, yeah. exactly. So I hit the 15 minutes. All right, I'm good. Hop on the subway. I was like, I'm not feeling great. Maybe I'm going to take an Uber. Uber was $129. But oh, you, you really didn't feel well after 15 minutes? I felt lightheaded. Okay, I was like, I Proceed. should take, I should take an Uber. Damn, and this was an expensive. But it was choice. a buck twenty nine, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rock a buck twenty nine Uber from the Bronx. I don't care oh, okay. if it takes so me seventy five minutes. Right. To get home. I was like, you might as well go to a Michelin star restaurant, your favorite. I might as well jump off this bridge yeah, before I drop that kind of money. Exactly. Seriously, <laughs> and I don't even know how. And now I got a bum shoulder. So yeah. So anyway, I get back. I'm like, all right, I'm all right, I'm all right, right, I'm all right. Yes, yeah. you're freaking Peter I'm, Moran. I'm you're fine. like, I'm Peter Moran. Yeah, I am Peter Moran. Literally, yeah, just like Chuck. That's Bass. what I said. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> it's a me. And I, I get, 
I get back like, all right, let's, you know what? I'm just posting up for the night. Let's toss on House of Cards. Let's binge these what next five this? episodes. Was this, was Thursday, this is Friday way? night. Friday. You know, not oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was funny that you got the shot on Friday night yeah. too. You were like, let's get the shot and then disco. We're going out the rest of the night. <laughs> well, the the first shot was on Friday because I got it. I was like, yeah, let's see if I can get the shot. Schedule it. Oh, it's 15 minutes from now. Uh, that was how I got oh, the first okay. one. Then next you one, it, you got it on the app on the phone. Yeah, okay. ne- next one four weeks later automatically. So it's like yeah, it's Friday, okay. whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what? I just wasted about fifty-two weekends due to this thing. I can waste one to get out of it. So there I am, Friday night, posted up on the couch. It's all right. I go to sleep. I'm like, I, you know what? This isn't bad. I'm just very tired. I'm gonna be fine tomorrow. I'm literally gonna be fine. This is nothing. I was concerned about nothing. I feel fine. Yeah. Wake up several times because you know i'm i'm just hydrating so i have to you know relieve myself several times one of the times i'm waking up coming back from the bathroom i was like wait this isn't just groggy tired i feel horrible right now i feel i feel terrible can you um, describe it a little bit i Get just like it. like a, the, i had the flu you know like like horrible shivers and uh, chills and everything aches and my head is throbbing and i can't think straight and i'm coughing all that uh so yeah, like I I just sleep the morning away. I'm drenched in sweat, oh, and yeah. then I'm freezing. And I got the covers up over my head. Just You're a horrible freezing fever. Freezing hot, freezing and hot. Oh yeah, and hot. Finally, get like Uber Eats to like drag a smoothie to my door. I crawl like army crawl out of bed to reach this and just let it slide down my face and into my gullet until finally I have enough nutrition in me that I can gulp to down text a few Ted Advil. Jones back. Okay, right. <laughs> I can. Te- Gulp a few Advil down, and just like <laughs> a miracle drug, I'm a functional, just barely hanging really? on so by Advil a thread. Helped. It helped massively. I was still, you know, useless. I I didn't exit the couch the whole day. But Peter, it, it was Advil, Advil though me, to make sure it wasn't Tylenol. It was Advil. It was sure. Advil, okay. but I also took Tylenol later. Oh, okay. so but I mean, whatever. If it's a painkiller over the counter, you know yeah, what? Yeah, whatever. Just put it down bada my bing, throat. Bada boom, right? Yeah, feel the same way about many things. Yeah, I mean, just put it down my throat. Yes, exactly. So, post up on the couch for the day. Uh-huh. Sunday, slightly better. Not great. You know. So, I, 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 I'm tending to think that you had the coronavirus then for two days. Is that what, is that what they say? Is that they inject you with it and now you have it for two days? Is that kind of what the vaccine is? Yeah. I don't even freaking know. You know, all the anti-vasker, va- excuse me, all the anti Vaskers, all the anti-maskers who have these anti-vaskers. That's a tongue twister, man. Huh? If you think about both of them, try thinking about both of them. You and don't then sound like you have that it. nimble a tongue. If you have, and if you're an anti-masker or an anti-vaxer, how's the, the same fucking shit? Could you? It's tough. Could you tie a cherry in a knot with your tongue or like under no. a starburst? Doesn't that mean you're like a good kisser? If you could Just do that, good with I've your tongue, however you want to. Well, use I don't that. know. We can test out if I'm good with my tongue. We can get a cherry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can get a stick. Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. What were we talking about before I you got were very trying to blow sexually me. aroused? What, what, like, what was the topic on that? Uh, we were talking about anti-mask. Oh, right. oh, yeah. So they're all saying the people who are anti-vax are talking about how there's all this shit in the vaccine, whatever it is, rat poison. The the usual stuff that's in all these ingredients yeah. that we swallow on a, I mean, a day-to-day basis, whatever. We are basic, or I, at least, I'm just trusting that it's not a microchip. But I, don't, I also don't give a shit if it's a microchip. Yeah. If, if, I do, if I don't get COVID now and I can presu- like pr- proceed about my life, we've yeah. talked about this in the past, shoot it in me, pal. Yeah, dude, you can, you can take a finger if you want. If I get to go back to living my life, pick a finger. Just ideally not, you know, the thumb. And I'm good to go. It's a fair trade. I would give I would have given up three toes to no, undo COVID. Yeah. To undo COVID? Yeah. 
What do you mean? So instead of the vaccine, if they were like, no, right. not instead of the vaccine. I mean, like the first day of COVID. Hey, none of this is ever going to happen. But here go three towels. I'm like, it's a trade. Or on like the first day, they make an announcement. They're like, look, everybody has to wear a mask the rest of their life, or or, or we chop off three towels. Three towels right and now. I was thinking I just lose them pain free. But even if I had like to frostbite. deal like meat cleaver, just hacking the toes off, it's still a fair trade. Right. So imagine how thrilled I am to just have a horrible fever for two days instead of losing three toes. You know, I did lose a year of my life, but whatever. So um, I, you had it pretty good compared to, I guess, some of the people that I know that had the uh, Moderna, Moderna shot. Me yeah. and you had like a pretty good fever and it was <laughs> it was like a real sickness. I know I was I was feeling like the other thing is I haven't been sick in over a year. I'm wearing the mask. I'm staying yeah. inside. Like I forgot what it's like to not feel like an optimal piece of meat. machinery. Did you, did you um did you expect that you were going to get sick? Yeah. You were kind of expecting it mentally? Yeah, I was prepared. Me? I had my I didn't expect Sunday to be out, but I I planned for the weekend to be non-eventful. So, I mean, you didn't have an eventful weekend this past weekend, but yeah. the weekend before that, what you, mm. did you go to Coney Island? Not even the weekend before it, Wednesday. The Wednesday, so the midweek before that. Yeah, a little bit of hooky. You're a mysterious guy, man. Trust me. Going to <laughs> going to Coney Island, uh midweek hooky. Please tell us about it. It's uh yeah, it was uh it was like a midday, mid-Wednesday. Beautiful day, by the way. Like, high 82. Uh, went out there. Former uh, guest of this podcast, uh, Katie Morrissey. Episode, like, 93 or something. Joined me in the trip to Coney Island. And uh, it, it was also, it was also like, 64 degrees, probably. It was supposed to be 82, and we get there, and it was, like, sweaters on. Like, this isn't even... This isn't even remotely warm. We're here to like go to the beach, like what like do a thing. What episode do you say by the way? For I said like ninety three. Ninety two, very close. We're we're okay, so, it's just, so it's just you two. You guys went to Coney yeah. Island. Went you know the whole deal like uh, cheese fries, hot dogs, giant like 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 <laughs> Kool Aid or or like Gatorade jug worth of beer, like the biggest beers I've ever seen in my life for five dollars. I'm not talking sixteen did ounces, like, thirty two ounces, forty eight like ounces. Shit, though, after you ate that in, in the spoiling sun, or no. Nah, I was having a great time. Nice. Also, you know, just yeah, just getting middle middle of a of a work day, just getting into one. There's nothing there, so nothing that made me feel more alive than that. And also like cyclone, a, whatever, decent. No, no, I didn't have like a milkshake. Like I, but you know, a good a good chunk of you know fair food, carnival food. No, no, no. I meant you. Did you go on the cyclone? Oh no, the rides were shut down. Okay. There's nothing going on. It was just really just like like food, uh, weed, boardwalk, Beach? beers. Boardwalk Beach. Uh, so in in great, great time. But I have this show in Brooklyn, like uh, eight, I think I like seven, 15. And not only do I have a show that I'm performing on, I'm also like working it. Like I'm like handling the camera so people can get a tape on the show. Oh, this is sorry. This is the show by Barclay Center on Atlantic Avenue. Yeah. Eastfield Comedy, Eastfield Comedy Club. Uh, so, so, you know, days cut a little bit short and coming back. Also, like I'm not even like close to being in a presentable state of mind. Like I have a heavy crossfade going even despite the 45 minute subway back to this place. So I'm like rolling out like disheveled sunglasses on sunburn going heavy crossfade. It's like six 30. I haven't eaten since the, the hot cheese dog fries. and cheese fries. Yeah. And I've, I'm supposed to be on the show in like 30 minutes. So I find there, there's like this shopping center right after you get off, off the subway. Apparently I, I just learned like that this at, time at the uh, Atlantic Avenue stop. Yeah. Like, right, there's, like a, there's like a huge mall. There. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I like find myself in some like Uniqlo trying to like, they don't even have dressing rooms. I don't even know my size. I'm like, I need to 
wear pants. Like I'm not about to perform in shorts. You wear pants, but I did. Uh, so I, I actually got a decent pair of chinos. They actually fit me well. It, it worked out. And I decided I'm going to snag like a, a little, you know, like a hot boy shorts, you know, very tight, short, short shorts, nice. really like, rock the junk like five inches, flex, flex the back, flex the glutes, those types of shorts. Flex yeah. The back. Okay. Yeah. The lower, <laughs> the back of the legs, the okay. lower back, the cheeks, the high quads. Yeah. The, the high hams. Exactly. High hammies. Yes, sir. All right. Nice. Snag pair of those. Roll up to the place. Um, still not really where I should be. Hop across to the bodega. I was like, can I get a slice of, say, can I get a slice of coffee and a cup of pizza accidentally? And he's like, oh, so you got too drunk before your show? Whoa. <laughs> and he knew. Called, called me out. Pulled together. Figure out the camera. Kind of calm down a little bit. Get the coffee in me. Get the water in me. Great set. Nine minutes. Great set. Yeah. You know, just... Just like, uh, just like a sober person would have done. Yeah. Great set. Uh, so anyway, it, it was a, it was a solid day, a little bit of uh, risk and concern that like I didn't compartmentalize enough to have my little midday playing hooky crossfade, not, uh, affect my late night. I'm a comedian thing going on, but you know, it worked out. I did both it's and I did to, both well, well. Yeah. It's hard to sometimes balance though. Like at night, especially being at the comedy clubs when everybody is drinking, mm. like if you had a big day during the day. It's hard not to just continue through the night, you know? Oh, Chances yeah. are, as soon as you show up at that comedy club, you're having a cocktail, whatever, you and say. then you're kind of just moving in the direction of being too hammered the entire yeah. night. I will say, I'm not a, I'm not a guy that ever likes to perform whilst under the influence of uh, marijuana, mm-hmm. but I, I, I'm, a good, I'm a good drunk comic. I don't, I don't want to lean into that. I don't want to be that, but you know what? Drunk, drunk Peter's a good comic. You don't drink? Do you drink on stage? Or I mean, I don't. I don't bring like a beer. On I don't stage bring a beer on stage because no. I think that's a bad look. I, yeah. I don't like it. But but sometimes I just happen to be drunk and I have a set. And uh, frequently, this particular time frequently it goes well. Yeah, yeah. It, us- it usually does. I don't really like to mess with that. Sometimes with like a mic, something like very low stakes, uh, I'll get hammered just to see what comes out. But but yeah, it was, nice. it was, sounds like you had a great day, man. I'm happy you got out. Coney Island seems fun. I haven't been to the beach down there. I've been on the Cyclone. But like spending time on the boardwalk, I actually haven't done. It felt like I was in Atlantic City. I kept the whole time thinking, yeah, I was like, oh, vibe. I'm in Atlantic City. It's the same same exact thing, same yeah. same exact people, same exact uh, food, you sand, know, water. But, like before we hopped on uh, the podcast today, I was talking about how you and I definitely need to make a trip down there because I mm. have never been to Atlantic City. The thing about Atlantic City, the real Atlantic City and not Coney Island is... You're going to be like, let's go. Let's have ourselves a day. And I'd be like, let's go. And then about two hours in maximum. I'll be ready to go. No. The casino really? is going to start screaming my name at the top of its lungs. Well, but I thought that's what Atlantic City entails. Like is when, it, well, are you about I'm that saying, life? I mean, yeah, to, to, to step into your world for a day. <laughs> yes. I want to. All I want right. to do that All for right. you. All right. For us, rather. It's going to be, it's not going to be quiet. It's going to be okay. screaming my but, name at the top of its lungs. Can you and I agree that like, and we'll start off um, at the, with the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. And if we lose it, we got to go. Or if we get to a certain number, we got to stop. Otherwise, I think it's going to get crazy, right? Oh, yeah, Doesn't yeah. it get crazy? Oh, yeah. Do you, <laughs> do you go in with a mindset to a casino where you're like, okay, I'm... I'm only losing X amount of money and I'm going to take my profits when I listen, make this amount. If I were, a, yeah, if I'm I were capable of walking away uh, at the right time, I would have quit seven right. years ago. Right, right, right. If I had that ability in me, which I do not, 
I would have quit a long time ago. So my instead of trying to learn self-discipline, I tried to learn how to be good at it. But let me ask you this, Peter. What else would we do if we went to Atlantic City? I mean, I don't know. Get hammered on the beach. Like, like yeah, if it's no. just the two that of us, we can't really fun. be playing spike ball. Well, I was saying maybe we bring, <laughs> we bring a few fans. If anyone wants to come, you guys let us know. TedJonesWorld at gmail.com. Hey. I'm Peter Moran on MySpace. Uh, it could be a fun time. I want everyone listening to know that I'm uncomfortable with referring to you as fans. But if you want to hang out and get torn to shreds with us there on the go. beach that in Atlantic the, City. That, that's I'll be your same fan. thing. Seriously, we'll put uh, Peter's phone number right here in the uh, the bottom line. So you guys just text that <laughs> number. Exactly. I'll let you, boy. And also, like, making a day trip to Atlantic City, besides going to the casino, would that be the other, only other thing you can do is go and drink on the boardwalk? I would say like, I would say are could, there are things to I see mean I did a no? bachelor party in Atlantic City and yeah. it was drink on on the boardwalk and the beach and what like, like drinking and, and gambling yeah granted it was a bachelor party but like we went to Atlantic City because it was a bachelor party it also could be like a little bit too far just to go like for the beach you know you could go yeah. to like Jones Beach yeah which is like an hour away rather than like two and a half hours yeah Atlantic City, right I mean if in my ideal day at Atlantic City it's, uh, I mean, that, what I described is actually like one of the greatest weekends, uh, ever. So that's it. it what do you mean? Your, your bachelor, the bachelor party that you went to or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, just a total, a total blast. I yeah. think, yeah, I think you want to be like four or five people deep, but, but great time. But if you ever wanted to just go and just like hit the tables, I mean, I'm happy the guy to, to Sherpa. Okay. You know? All right. Great. Yeah. Well, that actually could be, um, something fun, something valid for us to do. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe if uh, if uh, any of these people emailing in, if you want to get some, you want to come to Atlantic City, get ripped up on the beach, do do your thing. Maybe you got a question. Maybe we take care of it live. Maybe we do a little. <laughs> maybe we do a little podcast on the beach. Who Dude, knows, I'm man? I'm excited for this summer and the and the travel podcast that we potentially yeah. have going on. Peter and I are, are going to be going to locations and then just filming there. Yeah, I'm moving to New it's Zealand be tomorrow. Okay, it's because of COVID. Is, yeah. COVID is all clear down there. Yeah, you I can wanted party to party without mask. Yeah, I wanted to wait till on air to tell me. Yeah, sorry. All right, well, I mean, we can still do you know virtual for a yeah. moment. Yeah, and uh, we'll figure it out. We'll meet halfway. And um, can we talk about uh, the Gates divorce before we do this email? Yeah, but what's in the what's in the middle of New Zealand? Why don't we just look at the goddamn map, Peter? I, so New Zealand and. Um, New York in the middle. We'll meet in Nigeria. Perfect. All right, yeah, perfect. let's talk about your boy, uh, Bill Gates, because this is a low-key crazy story, especially since he's been in the news the past like two years figuring out how to move forward with this simulation, and he's a huge part of it, you know, in this uh, world simulation. And now his wife's <laughs> like, I can't take it anymore. You're ruling, you're ruling the world. Just give me my 50 bill, and uh, we'll go our separate ways. I won't say anything. Yeah, so... You you've heard me rant about the ultra wealthy on here several times, so obviously right. we got to talk about it. Yeah, I I don't think that you can get that rich without being a sociopath. She probably hated him because he was a sociopath. She's probably half sociopath just by being around him and all that money at this point. She probably had crazy rich sociopath family. She's you know she's probably almost there. Well, herself. do you mean that she's had socially um excuse me so sociopath like rich family because of Bill Gates or like before that? 
I read a brief. I have no idea what kind of money she comes from, but I bet it's money because you know he's a Harvard guy. He's already getting rich. That's just how it goes usually. You said you read a brief article that said what Uh, about about the two of them. It didn't. It didn't give me a ton of of info. I'm I'm guessing that. But at this point, whatever. They've been together 27 years. Yeah. Stupid, stupid, stupid wealthy. Like, yeah. I mean, I I. I'm sure they don't love each other. People like that don't have, you know, you, you can't have a soul and a billion dollars, let alone a hundred bill. Even if you're in philanthropy, it just, you're not, you're not a human being. You don't exist as a human. You don't face human struggle that much money. Imagine never once in any context ever considering money in any decision that you make. What level do you think that starts at then? I'll ask you that. I mean, probably like, 100 mil, 50 mil for like everything within remote reason and then 50, pass 50 mil, 100 mil? Yeah, for anything within anything sub house, like any trip, any activity, any item you want to purchase, you just get. But it, but also, that doesn't include you, like Also, but like if you never buy a house, man, like 50 mm-hmm. to 100 mil would be fine. Like you can <laughs> you can rent a house in you can rent an apartment in New York City for $20,000 a month. Yeah. For well, how much is that? Uh, two hundred forty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Rent that shit for ten years. It's two million dollars. Yeah. Like that's nothing. You know, like right. you don't have to plunk down ten mil and then pay a mortgage on it and then keep that money frozen there for the entire time. Like, yeah. you could just rent shit and then you can leave whenever you want. So yeah. is renting the move? Yeah. The point Sounds is, like it. Go ahead. she's. They have some. Like, like. She, yeah, she has. 50 they're getting mil. divorced. Like whatever. I mean. Here's the thing. I tweeted this when Bezos and McKenzie broke up. I tweeted a different yep, version of this again yep. with Bill Gates. It's like the guy could have solved world hunger, but he divorced his wife, and that was literally more expensive. 13 <laughs> divorces uh, in the top 10 uh, guys who are richest in the world. There's, I mean, there were 13 divorces. So, like, some of them had two. There's like one guy in there that hasn't gotten divorced. How are you going to connect? How are you going to connect on any sort of human level when you don't exist as a human? You're so. Protected. I think you, well, I think you have to marry before the the fame and fortune. Yeah, but but, but even once then, you it get, didn't work. Yeah, yeah, you got the money now, and it's like you're not you're no longer human. Uh, I, I, you, yeah, you just you don't exist as a human being with that much money. It's you're not the same as us. It's not even close. You don't face the same stresses. It's like people doing fine. I consider so money a there, thousand times a day. Do you think that there's a mindset switch though? Because if you think about it, these guys were at some point normal normal people. Even like a, a Mark Zuckerberg who became a billionaire when he was like 21 years old. He was normal when he was 19 and 20. And I Jeff Bezos, well, well, I'm talking about normal in terms of he didn't have yeah. $75 billion. And same thing with Jeff Bezos when he was like 29, 30 years sure. old. He was like working on his company. Yeah, his company was going to be huge, but he didn't get to that point yet. So do you think that there's a mindset switch or that they're naturally like... Like that the entire time. I think when you're when you're a business person and you're getting that rich, I think that just like the game, the whole focus of your life is like make the number bigger. And the game takes over. Yeah. Right. Like you hit a certain number and you're like, oh, wow, like five bill is chill. Five, five bill mm-hmm. is definitely chill. Yeah. But like, you know, be more chill. Ten. Yeah. And you know what's better than ten? A hundred. I don't even think it's a, as much about like, oh, I need to be richer, richer, richer. It's just like just successful the- business is growth and improvement and and higher higher revenue reports and, right. and stock share way. growth, et cetera. So I think, you know, that's pretty much like all their minds focus on ah. is solutions to how to make the number bigger. Peter, so before we get to this listener email, was your roommate helpful after the uh, saga that was the second COVID shot? I mean, he... Because I offered to bring you fruit. Did I not? True. Or Gatorade. I appreciate that. 
uh, you know, he offered me some Tylenol, which, which was nice. I'm not, I didn't need, you know, I didn't need anything from him, ass, man. you know, uh, I didn't want to suckle from his teeth, so to speak. I was also walking on the street before he gets this. I was walking on the street today and somebody was talking shit about Buffalo. I was like, bro. Did you murder him? I was about to. He was like, oh, why are they located in Buffalo? Wow. He was talking about he was some talking corporate about branch. He definitely wasn't talking I'm about you. I'm in bank. But it was like, it was like, a, you know, like an episode of The Office being like those guys in Scranton. Mm-hmm. They just have like a branch in wherever it may be. Look, suburb. I hate him for that, and I hope he dies. Yeah, but uh, well, you know, eventually he will. When you're in New York, that's right. Tomorrow, when I find him, <laughs> die. This is for Josh Allen. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. you like that? Yeah, you like this chicken wing, Fucking bitch? Rookie card. <laughs> that choke on it. It's lit, Travis yeah. Scott. Yeah. Oh, I hope he doesn't sue us for saying that. He's I like, hope he does. You guys were talking shit about me on the pod. No, we weren't, bro. I literally said it's lit. That's it. Isn't it unless, good? Unless Travis Scott was the guy that was talking about Buffalo, in which case, yeah, we were threatening your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Actually, yes. We'll go back to that. If he was that guy, sure. Yeah. All right. Let's get this email before let's I have to kill Travis Scott. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. My guy with a variety coffee with whole milk. Variety coffee. Sorry. Go ahead, bro. Kelly, 24. Irreconcilable differences. She titles it. Woo! Hi, guys. Thanks for the pod. It's been the soundtrack to my commute. Awesome. My question is short and sweet. My boyfriend and I have opposing political ideologies. All right. We get past it, but my friends who think like I do argue with him constantly, and he gets really bothered. Is it impossible in this day and age for people with different political beliefs to be together? Sincerely, Juliet. Does it say a city there or no? Uh, No. Okay. So I think now so, yes. But like when Trump was president, maybe not. Yeah, it, it was it was so hard for like four years for people to talk about politics and not go like head to head when they're discussing Trump and like anyone who opposes Trump because Trump is just such a polarizing figure, especially yeah. for the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. So now I'd say that like people can still talk shit about Joe Biden. They don't like what Joe Biden's doing, whatever the taxes or maybe like immigration laws or whatever his policies are that you may not like. I think it was just so different when Trump was president because the rhetoric that Trump put forth was so negative, man, and yeah. so fucking mean that, like, yeah. if anyone realistically liked them, I myself would not take that person seriously. I'd be like, what Like, what about, yeah, this guy, cool, he has good policies, but he's such a butthead. He's so mean that I don't understand how you could vote for him. Yes, he's doing yeah. s- these certain things right, but, like, the people who are closest to me in my life, like I knew some Trumpers where I was just like, how can you think like that? You know yeah. what I mean? So I think now it is easier to date someone with different political views just because there isn't someone in charge who has such a strong ego and rhetoric or, and whatever. Mm-hmm. But in the past, I, I might say that you couldn't be together, you know, a, a Trump yeah. supporter and a non-Trump supporter if it was this time like two years ago or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. It's probably it's probably easier now, but I think there's still a lot of residual uh, division. And, and, and you know, the parties are just more partisan than before. Um, that's also true. Uh, that's probably bad phrasing. But the point is... Um, no, I, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad phrasing. Well, well this, is, this is what I'll say. Sure. Call me crazy. But if you literally have opposite political beliefs... You probably don't actually believe the things you believe. I'd also you just be curious <laughs> to know like how how two twenty four year olds really have that 
opposing yeah. political b- beliefs when they're both probably not making, you know, over six figures or whatever, or thinking about tax laws or immigration's effect on their business, stuff like that. You I know? mean, I think... I don't mean to be rude. I think politics... I, I think the youth can absolutely be called into question. I don't think the, the income... I don't think you need to be making a certain amount of money to have input on, uh, on like your appreciation for policies. Like, like, okay. It, it, well, maybe in the past with stimulus checks, you don't think, I mean, what like was, that? what was really the disagreement? Everyone wants money. Right. Who <laughs> talked about that? Like, <laughs> Who was like, really we shouldn't, don't send the stimmy checks. It's like, no, <laughs> give me, give me my racks. Well, give me, yeah, like more stimmy, more <laughs> money in the stimmy checks. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, like if I were to guess though, What's you probably don't. Issue? What do you mean? Like, what? what is her issue with her boyfriend, though? You know? She said it's fine, but her friends are always starting arguments with them. This is what I would think. If your friends are always arguing with him, he probably had, like, I'm making some assumptions. But as a dude, he's probably more on the right. If you and your friends all agree on the same thing, it's probably more on the left. And you probably don't hold too firmly to those beliefs or care too much about them if you don't care that the person you're dating thinks completely differently because if you did even just even on like a lighter level like you're gonna disagree with the logic behind it you're gonna disagree with uh the way he forms his opinions if they're the complete opposite of yours like like it doesn't make sense that someone thinks the complete opposite of you and you're like, yeah, I really like that person. Not saying one is right and one is wrong. I'm just saying that if someone is the complete opposite of you and you, yeah, it doesn't sound like it's, and you want to be with them, then you probably just don't really actually believe the things you believe and feel firmly about them. You probably just don't care. And your friends do slash like they're not as involved because they're not sleeping with the guy. So they're more outspoken about it. I don't think the drama is going to stop. I don't think the arguments are going to stop. If you want to be with the guy, be with the guy, but you have to admit to yourself that like the so-called opposite beliefs that you hold, you probably don't hold that deeply, if we're being honest. Also, I, I don't think your friends should really affect your relationship if it's like political beliefs. Right. You know? I can see how that's annoying and, and, yeah. and both people being bothered by it for sure. But like, I don't think it's going to stop if you got, if these conversations are coming up and again, it's opposite as you say. Yeah, you. That's that's like the number one thing people argue about. So it's probably going to be annoying, and you should probably figure out what you actually think. Um, because if you're capable of being with someone who is theoretically the opposite, then I would really, really think about what you actually believe, and whether or not you actually believe that, or and, you just like sure. The, the old saying goes, "Opposites attract," but. It might be a little bit different these days, Peter. Yeah, I, <laughs> I've never, I've never been uh, in agreement about the opposites attract. Yeah, to be maybe honest. for like a couple of weeks, yeah, I have been like, like intrigued by an opposite. Yeah, maybe opposites last. can complement, but I don't know that like, hey, I think all your opinions are stupid attracts. <laughs> yeah, that I mean that's something that definitely won't work. Peter Moran to the left of myself on the couch, and guys, do not forget new episodes of the Ted Jones World Podcast with Peter Moran on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, basically everywhere there are podcasts. Mm -hmm. Monday, 12 a.m. and Thursday, 12 a.m. We will see you guys next time. Later.